there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week five of college football was pretty wild, thanks to you, James Franklin. As I, Rob Paul, <laughs> the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a man who misses hashtag Maction Tuesdays badly right now. And with me, as always, is AJ Greedy Marchese. It ain't easy being greedy. Today, we'll do some Week 5 superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games of Week 5, and preview who to watch in Week 6. Let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for Annette or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day, Draft Matt Gay on the second day, just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. You know... Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. MyBookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll give you an additional $25 Free play on deposits over a hundred dollars. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Heaven to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E, and don't forget to use the promo code Heaven when creating your account to claim up to one thousand dollars in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using the promo code HEAVEN25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. HEAVEN's the promo code, folks. <laughs> those those my bookies were so consistent. Just for the listeners, those weren't uh, pre-recorded and dropped in. But we should cut all those out and uh, just drop them in from now on. They're so good. Wow, that's very appreciated. You're welcome. I've been working on that for months. I know. Prior, prior, prior to the my bookie deal, actually. Just, I'm sure. So it just worked out. Okay, week five superlatives. 
You know how it goes, people. If you listen to this pod, I'm not going to pretend like you don't know how it goes. We start with my, the best freshman we saw. AJ, who's the best freshman you saw? You know what, Rob? He may have not been the best freshman, but he kind of uh, showed up on my radar. He had a nice little game. Uh, he could also fit it into the... Uh, the, be- uh, the best sophomore, one? because he's a freshman and a sophomore. <laughs> no, no, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, the, the, the box score guy. Well, you know, the, that's... Okay. That's for Prospect who outplayed the box score. Okay, sorry. But he's not a prospect uh, if he's a freshman, so it's flawed logic. I, I know. Shut up. Uh, Xavier Thomas from Clemson. Ooh, okay. I like that pick. Yeah, he was, he was flashing a bit. He ruined Eric Dungy. That was fun. Uh, he had a nice little game. I, I think he, he was a guy that kind of just showed up on the radar. He was, huh? he was a big prospect coming into high school. Yeah. And uh, maybe the next one in the line of the Clemson. Yeah. I forget which. Defensive line. I was, watching, I was watching a Clemson game a few weeks ago. And he, like, just came in uh, uh, to, like, spell Farrell or something. And mm-hmm. uh, he was flashing. He was like a, they, they had him covering a running back downfield at one point, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's athletic. Uh, he's interesting. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I went with KJ Hamler, the Penn State wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good pick. I knew you were going to go over there, so I picked someone. Yeah, else, so. he took the he took the short uh, pass ninety three yards, outran the whole Ohio State secondary for a touchdown. Is a uh, Rondale Moore and KJ Hamler the future of Big Ten football? Yeah, both wide receivers. both uh, sub five ten and, <laughs> and both that, really and fast. Tell yeah, sub sub four four and sub five ten. Yeah. The way we like them. Yeah, Ham- Hamler was cool. He uh, better game than Juwan Johnson, who's like the actual prospect at receiver. Mm-hmm. Although Juwan Johnson did make that one-handed, mind-boggling mm-hmm. catch. Uh, he also dropped like two or three other passes. Maybe you'll hear his name later in the superlatives. Ooh. Um, best sophomore you saw? I threw, I don't know, man. I, I This guy keeps flashing. We talked about him before. I threw in Grant Delpit's name. He's uh, so good. I, I, you could. There's certain guys you could pick. Almost every, like, obviously, sophomore, yeah. you could go Grant Delpit or Tua every, literally every week. Well, not if he's only throwing eight passes and completing them all, but <laughs> he had a beautiful diving INT, two TFLs. Uh, yeah, he's a monster. This LSU defense, it's scary. I'm I'm a, I'm a an LSU guy, not on the way, but I've always liked LSU. I'm kind of pumped that they're uh, threatening in the SEC. I like the over, by the way, win total this year big time, but we won't get into that. Remember when we talked about that? Yes. They were way too low. Anyways, he had a great game. Yeah, Del, Del Pitt's a stud. Like, he looks like he's going to be a top 10 pick next year. There's, uh, yeah, there's nothing. Like, he seems like the next, you he's know. He's like the Derwin James. Yes, exactly. Person. Yep. Um, I went with Travis Etienne, the Clemson running back. Yeah, I, great pick, yeah. The 2020 running back class is going to be insane. Etienne, like... I, he kind of flashed a bit of everything in that game. He carried that Clemson office. Obviously, um, went for, Trevor Lawrence went down. Yeah, but. and he uh, over two hundred rushing, three TDs. His contact pa- balance mm-hmm. and like, yeah, he, power and speed for Etienne. Yeah, in that game. I, it was nice. And last year, I thought of him more as a uh, speed guy. So he put on weight and mm-hmm. got more power this year. He ran over a couple of Hughes dudes. Like he is, it was nice. Hell, interesting, and it's almost like. Not to say he's the forgotten one, because, like, Draft Twitter does talk about Travis Etienne. But yeah. with, like, the hype that J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Dillon, Cam Akers, and, and all those guys got entering the season, it, yeah. it felt like Etienne was, like, al- no, for sure. almost underrated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's been uh, consistently great. For sure. 
who's the best prospect you saw? I had to go back to LSU and back to the defense and pick Greedy Williams, Rob. I did as well. Uh, he sh- well, he was a big part in shutting, all, essentially shutting down those Ole Miss receivers. Held, didn't do much until late in the game. But held, sorry? held DK Metcalf to 37 yards. Yep. Uh, 10 tackles, which is pretty cool. His? Um, nope. Go on. I was just going to say, watching him, it looks so effortless. Yes. I don't know if I've seen a corner make it look so easy. Um, I, I currently have him in the top five on my big board. And I th- so you you brought him up a bit, right? Oh, from the start of this, yes. I'm glad you're uh, seeing things my way, Rob. Well, he's been corner one since like August, but yeah, uh, debatable. <laughs> you had Michael Jackson above him when we did the show, I think. But anyways, um, what show? I don't know. <laughs> the ACC SEC corner preview show. Anyways, <laughs> oh, that that was a good show. Uh, but yeah, Great gr- greedy looks. He obviously he's a freak athlete. But his like back pedal, his fluidity is all so effortless, and he's like it's, he's tall, he's long. Yeah, I think I threw in the Denzel Ward comparison. I don't, I don't think you were in on that. I was that. I wasn't just. It's because he's, he's so much bigger than Denzel Ward in height. Yes. They both yes. do have the narrowish frame, though. Yeah, and I yeah the the movements. I think the footwork a little bit like Denzel. The the, the fluidity. Yeah, I think. I th- yeah, I think what it said and, and done. He'll have a bigger grade for me than Denzel Ward did. Not a big that's grade. fair. I like. I actually do like Greedy Williams more than Denzel Ward. But also, since coming to the NFL, Denzel Ward is kind of flashed the more of the physical play, which mm-hmm, is really cool. Mm-hmm. Which you saw at times, especially that one hit against Maryland last year. When, yes, when it's that's lined true. up for him, he always took advantage of it. Yeah, but uh, we've always kind of seen that from Greedy, or at least this year and the last year. And I that's that's what which is kind of, almost surprising. Yeah, just because I feel like that's not something that's mentioned when talking about Greedy Williams. Everyone talks about like the athleticism, the athleticism, the ball skills, because ball skills are crazy. Yeah, um, it's always been there, right? and the but, swagger. Yeah. So it's like kind of like almost pushed off to the side. That Greedy Williams feels like he's like a Madden draftable prospect, just an absolute freak. Everything you want in a corner, and the name, like I don't know, Andreas Greedy Williams. Yeah, I can't wait till LSU plays Oklahoma in the college football playoff. Greedy versus Hollywood. Ooh. All right. Who's shooting up your board? I think I had to throw Jerry Tillery's name in here this week, Rob. Yeah, and he, uh, he, he we talked about him in previous weeks. He's done. I think he's done maybe more for his draft stock this season than any player in college football. I think so. Him and uh, what's the Miami, uh, Gerald Willis, both same spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a good. I think those are the two, but uh, he he had four sacks in the Stanford game. He ate Nate Herbig's lunch. You know, I never, dude, but he ate dude. his lunch, just dominating I, him. I can't remember which one of the sacks it was. The oh, it was the the bull rush. Yeah, yeah the bull yeah, rush, the and he one. just ragdolled him. Yeah, he ruined him. <laughs> he had a monster game, but for, he seems like the best player on that team. The yes. Yeah, uh, loved maybe the second best. Or, sorry, Ian Bucks. But. <laughs> they, Ian Bucks been good, anyways. Ian Bucks, right, more on him in a, not too long from ooh, now. Ooh, ooh. Um, I went with, <laughs> I have no idea how to say his name. Jache Polite. Edge wrestler oh. from Florida. See, for me, he's my out of nowhere guy, because I didn't know about him. I heard about him 
last week. I want to yes. say it was last week. And then against Mississippi State. Two was, sacks. Uh, uh, he was a bit of a monster. Yeah, he's um, he's he's the guy. He's undersized. He's six. I want to say he's like six two, two forty ish. But two sixties less than that. Is this at two sixty? Yeah, he doesn't look. I'll be surprised though. if he's that heavy. Um, mm, me too. He uh, his bend, his get off, his motor. It, yep. it's pretty awesome. He's got some of that Harold Landry jazz that I liked so much in Harold Landry mm-hmm. and had. I mean, I had Harold Landry as a top ten prospect. I looked pretty. I smart. feel like every smart draft person liked Harold Landry more than the NFL did. But anyways, you're not wrong. I I think Harold Landry was more frequently a top twenty prospect uh, than not with most of the uh, media. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, I think a couple people had him in the top ten. You you included. I was he was in the fifteen twenty range for me. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. the when you find guys like him and Polite seems to have this with the rare bend yep. ability because there a lot of guys can succeed without elite bend, but the guys who have the elite bend it's game changing. And, yep. and that's uh, Polite. I uh, I've seen Jakey. I need to figure out to say his name. I will never learn it. <laughs> okay, that's not nice, but okay. <laughs> but I, I am all Polite. in on him. He is so so interesting. Yeah, for, so he's he's my out of nowhere guy. Um, who's sliding down your board? No one. I like everyone, Rob. Okay. Well, I got one for you. Brian Edwards, the South Carolina receiver. Oh yeah, that's a he's had a quiet year. Quiet year against Kentucky, just twenty five yards, had two drops, and like I was putting some of the quiet year stuff on how awful Jake Bentley is, but then when Edwards is dropping passes, mm-hmm. kind of. I, well, I guess Jake Bentley's sliding down my board because I actually kind of liked him. I'm going to own up to that, and he's been bad. So there you go. I got. I gave you one, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, a- a- Edwards is uh, definitely. There was talk that potential first round uh, mm-hmm. riser before Both the season. Yeah, and I don't think I. See, I don't see the vision with Brian Edwards. Both of them as in. Do you, and, Debo's uh, going to be Debo. an interesting second round pick, though. Yeah, I think I mean, there's I, not there's a lot to like with Debo Samuel. Yeah, he does a lot of things, which is always good. Uh, who's your out of nowhere guy? You know, mine is polite. Uh, I went with Ian Buck. Hey, <laughs> gritty baby. He's like he's Brian Lowricky 2.0. I'm just saying it now. He like I don't think there's any way he comes out after this season. No, but what he put on against Stanford, who has a pretty good defense, like mm-hmm. after, like they have two future NFL corners. They have an NFL linebacker. Um, they've they in Stanford's always got a pretty sound defense. He threw for four TDs, completed over seventy two percent of his throws, over eight point or at eight point four per attempt. Um, he he moves really well. Yeah, I he does. I don't know if it. I think it makes Brian Kelly look bad that he and Book so good. Oh, right? absolutely. Why did he uh, take so long to go to him? I'm, okay, let me let me say this quickly. Last year. I liked both Brian Lewerke and Ian Buck. Like, not as NFL prospects. I wasn't there evaluating them like that yet. I'm just... I liked them, how they moved, and their grittiness. And they kind of felt like similar guys. And the bowl, the bowl game, LSU, Buck led them back, Yeah, right? Buck was... that. Uh, yeah. He was just it's that impressive. gritty guy. He looked like a legit leader. I think he's and a guy... Like I said, I don't think it's going to be for this draft, but... Legitimately keep an eye on for the 2020 draft. If it, Just the things he showed... Both in that bowl game and yes. against Stanford, he has mm-hmm. certain qualities. Um, obviously, again, he, he lacks size. That's, 
That's LSU and Stanford's defense. Yeah. So. Um, but no, he's a guy to maybe keep an eye on for twenty twenty. But for real, why does why does Kelly keep going back to Wimbush? Except he beats Michigan. I, Wim, but. Wimbush elite mover, awful passer. Pretty much, he's been he completed under fifty percent of his passes this year, right? Yeah. Uh, any prospect to make you look stupid? Stupid is a stupid does, and I does nothing, Rob. This is you've refused to pick one, and I hate it because I always pick one. Will Will Greer, West I, Virginia's I quarterback, for me. I did I did Darrell Henderson early in the year. Oh, that's true. So okay, I went with Will Greer just because I was so low on Who? him entering the year, and he he's um like I said, like how you weren't that low on him. No, but I thought he was more of a uh, late day three pick. And you have him like. Between the third and fourth he, round, excuse now. me, he's definitely been better. Yeah, yeah, his his he he plays more on schedule. Oh, wait. You had him late day three. I didn't know you were that low on him. Yeah. Oh, I had him. I had him three. I had him third and fourth round. Yeah, that's that's uh, why anyways, I have sorry. him now. Sorry. Yeah, but I think that's his spot. Anyways. His I do you, do you see any way he ends up in the first round? Like some people believe. No, I mean me neither, but. I also have an issue with his arm talent. I still think it's kind of inconsistent, but anyways, that's a weird take I have. Anyways, I think he's got a good arm. That's one thing I like about him. He uh, does. Anyways, the wind. I think there was one game in the wind. It just was less than impressive. Anyways, um, but yeah, he hit, drive the ball through the wind. Anyway, sorry. His, his accuracy is more consistent this year. Yes, he's mm-hmm. he's making some really nice um, deep throws yep. that look more like he's. Not just throwing up prayers, which is something I thought uh, yes. the year before, but yeah, a lot more tight window, uh, it, a lot more tight window throws, and it seemed like going along the same thing you just said. In years past, receivers were making up for his play, mm-hmm. and it seemed more like he's now throwing receivers open and yeah, doing that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, raising his level, you know. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just David Sills and Jennings and thing bail him out. Yeah, yeah, Brown um, White. Best prospect versus prospect matchup you saw? You know which one I had fun with? I had uh, I had fun with Patty Fisher and uh, Gaziano, the, the, the Northwestern end. I'm I'm sure you'll like this guy. Have you have you watched this? I'm sure you watched. He this is game, right? trash. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you gotta love him uh, <laughs> against the Michigan running backs. <laughs> Patty Fisher, you have a first round grade on, so I had to move in. Anyways, Gaziano was fun. I don't, he's, there's a lot to love about him. His dad's like a Supreme Court in Massachusetts. It's, I did it's not fun. know that. Uh, he, yeah. he, I've never seen somebody just like, like I th- he led Northwestern in sacks last year, and then yeah, uh, one Northwestern game. I want to say it was the Purdue game, mm-hmm. maybe the Duke game. Um, last year, he just this year, this year. And, and on tape last year, he get, gets more just like get sacks that aren't because he did things yeah. than most people. I know he's he's hard not to love. He did a good game against Michigan, but I haven't watched the tape. But they were uh, especially Patty Fisher. I just threw in his name in because he's fun uh, oh, against Karan Higdon and the Mich- the Michigan running backs. I thought that was kind of a fun little cat and mouse. Higdon ended up having a big day, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was like three yards and tackled. And Fisher Fisher didn't stuff the stats, but he was around the ball a lot. Yeah, that's what I like about him. The instincts. Mm-hmm. Um. I was hoping, just from what I've seen so far this year, I was hoping he would take it up a notch. I, I don't know if he, I don't if he has, he but has. he's good. Yeah. I don't so, think he yeah. has either. Like, if he came out right now, I, I was hoping he would put himself into, like, top 20 talk this year. Mm, if he, no. if he, no, but he hasn't. But if he came yeah. out, like, after this year, from what everything I've seen at this right this moment, 
He's like a 28 to 40 pick to me. Yeah, I don't think I'm that high on Patty. I can't remember my grades, like, but yeah. I like him. Uh, it was a fun matchup, though. I also kept it in the Big Ten because we're Big as Ten you, boys. As one does, of course. Because uh, all the best matchups are in the Big Ten. Um, Dwayne Haskins, the Ohio State quarterback, versus Sharif Miller, the pass rusher from Penn State. Because it was both on and off the field. Twitter beef yeah. before the game. In the game, they were getting after it with each other. Yeah, it was very. I didn't like a lot of people calling out Sharif Miller. Like, he's just saying what he thinks, man. Wait, people. Call, I didn't know people called him out. No, I think some Ohio State fans were kind of. Like, whoa, 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 no. Yeah, well, I mean, hold on. Haskins did look phased by the pressure. By yeah, the way. no, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not Which, saying he didn't. There, there. It was there working. Was what Sharif in, Miller said worked. Yeah. Uh, I think one chink in Haskins' shining armor showed up. From the early season, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The maybe the outside the pocket abilities and uh, the the pressure. Like I don't know. Yeah, still he's a, he's a different passer when he's off the spot. I think. No, but you're. Anyways, well, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, prospect, you played the box score for you. <laughs> this, this is the time to give my boy Eric Dungey some credit, baby. Uh, he's only twenty six to forty one. Eric Dungey's a prospect. No, but he's a prospect. I hate you. in my heart in the CFL. He, yeah, he's 26-41, 250 yards, no touchdowns, threw a pick. He ran for two touchdowns, though, and like 13 yards and 12 carries or something. But uh, he had them in the position to win the game. He was making a lot of big throws. Not NFL throws, but just throws in big spots. Uh, and they kind of blew it, and they <laughs> he blew it on the last drive. But again, he had no protection. Eric Dungy is the people's quarterback. He is the people's quarterback. How crazy. I mean, I, mean, I know we're going to talk about it in two minutes, but... Imagine beating Clemson back-to-back years, and this time, like, in Clemson. Eric Dungey almost did that. Dude, uh, you know how I feel about I love Dino Babers. So, <laughs> no. You know how I feel about Syracuse and Dino. So. Eric, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like some steam is catching on, not draft-wise, but, like, just love for Eric Dungey. No, I, like I, I would say more people love Eric Dungey than don't love him. Yeah, lots of, like, during the broadcast, there's a lot of, like, oh, he's a senior quarterback, and he's good. Like, you know, lots of love for him. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, my prospect who have played the box score, Duke quarterback Daniel Jones, who returned from a broken clavicle after just missing only two games. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, uh, played Vautech. They lost. Duke's first loss of the year. Um, threw for a 226, a touchdown, a pick. Yards per attempt was just 6.4. Uh, but multiple deep shots were dropped. Daniel Jones might have more drop passes from receivers than any uh, quarterback prospect in the country. Is that surprising? No, it just sucks. Because I, I think you know how high I am on Daniel Jones as a prospect. Like I, th- I think he's a gonna put himself in first round talk when it's said and done. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I thought considering how short of time he was off from the broken clavicle. What was given yeah. around him? Like I thought he played a nice game against a pretty decent Votek defense. Um, they're no, they're no, they're no old Dominion Rob. Well, I never said they were. Thank God he didn't play old D. Yeah, I know. Uh, prospect who's being overhyped. Uh, we've done Nick Fitzgerald, even though he fit perfectly in here. He's done. No, oh, uh, we've done Trace McSorley. Have we? Because I have the hype's him. coming back from. I didn't know we did Trace okay. McSorley. I- 
I think I did Mixer like two weeks ago, but that's cool. Uh, okay. This is one we shouldn't do. This is not my pick, but this is one we shouldn't do. Justin Herbert. <laughs> because he's getting the proper amount of love now. But there, there's too many people crowding this uh, this carriage, this... What are the hell? The bandwagon that we've been on for a long time, we've Robert. We've been on the bandwagon since December. I think I was on the bandwagon his spring game, his first one. I remember watching that game and liking Justin Herbert. <laughs> like, and now all of a sudden he, th- he he has two good games and it's like, oh, this has been my quarterback. When well, we know you're not telling the truth, but whatever. We're the original Justin Herbert QB1 people. Uh, Anyways, I just wanted to, I wanted to say that. I have I've a, I've a real pick, Rob. Okay. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, and you basically t- took my pick already. Juwan Johnson. Uh, oh, okay. Lots good, of hype good, coming good, good, into good. the year. Yeah, lots of hype coming into the year. Then he has the monster catch, gorgeous catch. But then the rest of the game, he's played with drops. Which has plagued his season. Yes. So, yeah. I mean... I, I wrote about him as a uh, slider in one of my columns, I want to say, like two weeks ago. He's... Which is not something... I, I swear when I watched his tape in the summer... It wasn't something that even came up. But now mm-hmm. he's dropping like two passes every game. I feel like it's so easy to get distracted by the highlight reel catches and ignore the drops. When you're just watching football, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like live. I don't mean tape. Yeah, I mean yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I think no, that's, that, that's, some people are going to... That's the first thing after his monster catch. I know he dropped two passes after that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I, I, there was a lot of hype that he was going to be the best because Penn State's been producing receivers lately, that he was the best of the bunch. I don't think so. No. Bobby Ingram is. Yeah, exactly. No one's topping old Bobby. Uh, I went with Trace McSorley, who's obviously yep. his quarterback, mainly because, okay, he threw for 286. He ran for 175 yards against Ohio State. He put on McSorley a, was great. He put on a show. He is fantastic yep. as a college quarterback. He is not yep. sniffing the NFL as a quarterback. That is, he, he's sniff- he complete like fifty percent of his passes. Yeah, he has. I don't. I want to rip on him because he's a very good college quarterback. He he does not have an NFL arm. People call no. him Baker Mayfield are out of their minds. That is not what he is. That's not close to who he is. He yep. like if he is playing in the NFL, he is going the Scott Frost route of becoming a safety. Or maybe the Kenyon Reynolds in, uh, as a slot, but he he was recruited by bigger program or not say bigger than Penn State, but he was recruited by big programs out of high school as a safety. Yeah, so I could see him, and he's a tough dude, and but he is not an NFL quarterback, and I yeah. hate the take that he is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has an unreal arm. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that with the Browns, the velocity, the, yeah, the velocity, yeah. his accuracy. The like Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. was always gonna be. A first round QB, Trace McSorley's never going to be drafted as a quarterback. I know. I I feel like, yeah, he had a great game and he deserves the love and they should put it in his hand to end the game. But we'll get there in a bit. Um, any small school guys to catch your eye? I got I got two names here, Rob. Oh. Uh, first one. Well, I only asked for one, so. Oh my god. Okay, one is tooting my own horn and one is uh, a guy I've never heard of. I had a big game. Okay. Okay. Uh. Liberty receiver. Oh, my God. I have Antonio Gandy-Golden as well. Okay. You, you, I'll save him for you. I'll do my guy because I'm the only one that I know that even likes this guy. I don't think you did. Four straight 100-yard rushing games. The Temple prospect, Rykel Armstead, Actually, at 171 yards, four touchdowns. No one is mentioning this guy. I think he's good, man. I've seen hype. 
Have you? Yeah. I, I think that was the first one, though. I, 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 really... I, I, found, I saw hype after you told me how much you liked him. Because so, I didn't even know one. him until we did the... Uh, the AC. See, that's the good thing about doing this podcast. We discovered people first. Yes. Because we're too, like we're in too deep. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Justin Herbert, everyone knew him. Um, no, that, Kenny that, Golden? That's a, that's a good pick from you and very up your alley. Temple's got a few guys. I like that corner. Uh, what's his name? Rock Yassin. He is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I saw something in love for him this week. I, uh, yeah. I watched a little tape of him versus Buffalo, and he's interesting. I heard he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. On... Uh, I guess sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I went with Antonio Gandy Golden, the Liberty receiver. 245 yards, a TD against New Mexico on 11 catches, 6'4, 220. Yep, junior. I've. I, yeah, junior. Um, when, when Prior to the season, we were talking a little bit buck, buckshot Calvert. Yeah. Was just like looking into the Liberty team, I saw how, like the numbers he'd put up and his size and stuff. So yeah. like I knew who he was. But damn, like he, he he is big and fast. He might be an NFL dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm looks like it. Yeah. So like a, maybe a Shrine game guy in a year, and yeah, you know. he's definitely a dude to keep an eye out on. All right. Um, I guess jump right into the Week Five games. Uh, our biggest takeaways from the prospects and whatnot. Let's start. Clemson ekes out a tight game, twenty-seven twenty-three at home. Uh, Trevor Lawrence leaves injured. Yeah, they st- I, I'm I'm happy it wasn't as bad as it looked because it looked bad on the field. Yeah, uh, yeah, he because he might play against Wake. I heard. So. I mean, it, he, I'm sure he was concussed. What what they diagnosed with him? Neck strain. Uh, neck sprain. Yeah. So, um, I'm throw a concussion in there, Clemson. Like, I, it's no, he's not. But anyways, uh, you already talked about Eric Dungey, but dude. I, I like Kendall Joseph, the Clemson linebacker, a lot. Flying you, you were on him in the offseason, right? Yeah, yeah, I like him. I like him how I like Dorian O'Daniel. Just these fast mm-hmm. Clemson linebackers. DoD got some snaps this week, too, if I remember correctly. Played a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I like some of the stuff, stuff from Kendall Joseph. The, the Syracuse did a good job of taking the defensive line out of it a bit. like Until the end of the game. They did do a good job. Uh, protecting Dungey for sure. Yeah, which is pretty surprising considering there's four NFL defensive linemen on that team. Oh, they just have Clemson figured out for some reason, and they almost pulled it off. Dino Babers is going to get a big coaching job because he can beat Clemson. You think so? No, Are but I do think I. He's doing a if this really game good was in job. The, I love Dino Babers. I, I wasn't this kidding. Game was, yeah, he's done a really good job. If this game was in the Carrier Dome with the AC blasting, oh my goodness, would have won. Oh yes. Um, but no, I, I do think Dino Babers can get a bigger job in Syracuse. He did yeah. such a good job at Bowling Green with uh, our boy Matt Johnson, yep. one of the mm-hmm. greatest matching QBs of all time. And now we've got Dungy, one of the greatest Syracuse QBs of all time. So he just creates great quarterbacks. Is Eric Dungy the second best Syracuse quarterback ever? I don't want to say it because I don't know for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got like, the list in front of me. Yeah. Like I'm, sure, I feel like there's definitely somebody else who. Uh, we're who was not... the last one at Q's? He was kind of fun too. Don McNabb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. But yeah, I'm not sure. Anyways. Um. Uh, Maybe I'm just thinking of Dungy because he's been there for so fucking long. <laughs> honestly, you you just might be. <laughs> Go on. Oh, Ryan Nassib. 
Is that who you're oh, thinking of? No, no, it wasn't. It was in between. I, it was, it was what about Greg Greg Paulus, the Duke basketball player? Oh, I think it was Paulus. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay, that was fun. Let's let's get out of this Syracuse uh, hole, burn. Ryan Nassar, remember the hype on him? Anyways, yeah, him him and his brother, big time studs. <laughs> Carl, I mean, just got cut. Ryan Nassar, if you're listening right now, call into the show, buddy. We miss you. We do. Okay, Ohio State goes into Penn State. Wins late, 27-26. We talked a bit about Dwayne Haskins. He was definitely rattled and didn't have his best game. Had his worst game. Yes. I, Penn State's defense came to play, though. you got to give him some credit. I mean, and, they blew it, but... Uh, and the, there's other... Like, they have one first-round guy potentially on that defense. It's not like they're a jack the full corner. of studs. Yep. Like, I... Sharif Miller and Amani Ruari. I don't. I hope that's how you see his name. Yeah, I like I'm gonna try. The, those are the two NFL guys on that defense mm-hmm. right now, at least. Like Amani's gonna be a first round pick, I think. And Sharif Miller c- could be uh, potentially a late day two pick. But it's not like they're jack full of studs like Ohio State's defense. And, yeah. and they 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 did a good job getting after Haskins, um, getting him off schedule. He he does mm-hmm. he does not throw on the move and like um no make plays like that that's not his game no he's a yeah he's a pocket dude all day um also i i'm not sure about his pocket movement in general no he he's it's strange he's not that he he feels a little bit like a late Peyton manning in a bad way um he did have drops from that receiving court ball yeah. bothers me yeah, but Paris Campbell has one fun play a game, and everyone loves him. So this is at least one drop a game. Victor Benjamin made a great play late oh, for them. Oh fuck! And that that won them the game. I'm he flashes say. a lot, and they just play like they play a lot of the other guys over him because like Terry McLaurin and those those guys just block well for Paris Campbell screens. I don't know, but. Um, I think Terry McLaurin does block well for Paris. Oh Campbell's no, he's that. gonna make the NFL as a special teamer. He is a badass on special teams and blocking. <laughs> um, but yeah, the no nobody really on like J K Dobbins is not draft eligible. He was like the most impressive guy on the Ohio State offense to me. Um, yeah. the The defense, I, I, like Chase Young, again, he's not getting drafted this year. He is going number one in twenty twenty. He oh, he is such a free. He won this game. Uh, Draymond Jones looked really good. Um, Yo, uh, okay, we'll we'll talk about it in a sec. Keep going, sorry. Uh, Malik Harrison, I thought stood out at linebacker. Him and Tough Borland. Tough Borland messed up spying at one yeah, point on yeah. that huge McSorley run, and then they moved it. Like Malik Harrison, I think spied him the rest of the game and did a much better job. But I like Borland and Harrison. Mm, I, I'm not sure if I like Tough. Anyways, you already knew I did though. Yeah, I know. Um, You're not going to not like a guy that plays where I was saying named Tough Borland. Like. Correct. And uh, we talked about Juwan Johnson. Miles Sanders, he looked very good against Illinois. Didn't look very good in this game. He, I, I don't think he's... He does I not, don't know if he's special. He does not create for himself. No. Yeah. Shreve Miller like, I think he, looked decent. He's going to have a hell of a career at Penn State. Sorry to step on your yeah. heels. But, but yeah, like, I, I, uh, there, was, there was talk that he's the best pen, uh, running back in the Big Ten. Like I don't even know. Yeah. Just seeing how he looked, like I don't. I, I'd be surprised, kind of, if he comes out after this season. Yeah, he's no Kron Hagen. I'll tell you that much. Kron Hagen, I see more of what what you're going for with him. Like, there's a role for that in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Um, okay, you want to talk about the call? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, it was bad, Rob. Chase Young, I, did he know the play, or was it the stunt right into the goddamn play? I don't know. It was... How do you take... I mean, I'm sure millions upon millions of people have talked about this but already, but not giving Chase, um, Chase Young, not giving Chase McSorley the, the chance to get convert that first it down like this. It was most bizarre... I like just the constant timeouts. Ohio State calls a timeout, and then... And every time, Penn State had the same look. Yeah. Like, they didn't change their play. No. And then, they, I think they just pretended to. I don't know. Just think, just popping in my head as we talk about this game. That freshman Penn State tight end looks like a dude. Oh, Mike Gusecki 2.0. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, he had he that was, he one had nasty touchdown grab. I mean, a big yes, play yes, yes. That, just, Sorry, that just popped in my head. No, no, no. That's a good call. Um... It kind of looked like James Franklin was in his own head about the call. and Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's bad. Uh, yeah, it's never going to be Penn State's year. Uh, moving on. LSU, they should have won that game. But yo, to- totally. LSU 45, Ole Miss 16. Good to know LSU can put up points against bad defenses because I honestly wasn't totally sure. Is Joe Burrow being overhyped? I think he, he might be I don't know. Is he... <clears throat> Because you game overhyped after their win over Miami, where I like yeah. was like, nah, he. I think he's fine, and he's exactly what LSU needs. Just doesn't turn the ball. He does over, not yeah. turn the ball over, and he can make plays with his legs. Yeah, and the defense is so good. Yeah, and Nick Brissett didn't have a great game, but he's a bit of a hammer, and you get a couple other running backs. But I, I, I like. I don't know. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's going to be a good LSU quarterback. I'll give him that. I, I don't... Like, this offense isn't very fun, but I haven't watched it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the LSU offensive players take a while to grow on you, and then suddenly you fucking love DJ Chark. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it just takes a little while. Except for guys, because you love him from the second and Fortnite. I'm not talking running backs. I'm talking the other guys. Yeah, yeah, um, Obviously, Greedy Williams balled out. Devin White continuing to ball out. Richard Lawrence, yeah. great tell pit. Like, all NFL dudes, all very good. Yeah. Um, LSU's receivers pretty much shut down. The problem is Tomu's not that great. Like DK Metcalf's not giving a bunch of chances. Yeah, and they run very few routes, and they don't even know how to get Dawson Knox involved, who I think is a top five tight end prospect. Mm-hmm. There's just too many issues with Ole Miss as a team. Yeah, to like against top defenses see like I still think DK Metcalf's gonna be a top ten pick. So that's where I'm at with the Ole Miss squad. Yeah, I know. It's kinda of disappointing, but I mean LSU defense is great, so Yeah. Um okay. Notre Dame thirty eight, Stanford seventeen. Bryce Love ain't it. He had the one thirty nine yard touchdown run. Uh other than that, like he is he he's not the same guy he was last year. He doesn't create for himself. No. This isn't like an NFL running starting running back. I think he's gonna be a day three pick. I think. Yeah. Like I don't know. I I take. I, I, I like Miles Gaskin more than him still. Miles Gaskin's better than Bryce. Lowe. I like Devin Singletary. I like Darrell Henderson. I like Benny Snell. I like. Yeah. I know more what I'm gonna do with those guys. Yep. Yep. Um, KJ Costello kind of fell back down to earth as well. Mm-hmm. He made some poor decisions. Arcega Whiteside still sick though. Yeah. Julian Love did a good job on him. Even, like, the Arcega Whiteside touchdown was literally just uh, throw it up and let... Just bullied him. Yeah. Julian Love was all over him on the play, too. Like, that was good coverage. It's just J.J. Arcega Whiteside's that good. 
Are you are you, are you buying into my uh, fast Jojo vicious comp now? No, he's not. He's so much better than that. Uh, jo- wait, what'd you just say? Jojo vicious? No, Jojo vicious is so much better than JJ or Seagull Whiteside. Oh my god, what did you just say to me? You can't, <laughs> you can't win can't this one, Rob. <laughs> uh, dude, I think JJ or Seagull Whiteside is gonna end up in the first round. Maybe you'll see that if you read my mock draft. I won't, but yeah, uh, we've been on the train for a long time. He is a this ball. this receiver class is so freaking fun, it's man. So deep and so and all big talented. dudes that could be yeah, could, like it's it's fun. Did you ever see Whiteside is underrated? Still, he is. Hey, there's still, there's some love coming in finally, but he's still underrated. Yeah, yeah. um, I th- he's been a second round guy to me. Like he's just locked in there. It, <laughs> it maybe he's sneaking up more if not anything. If he if he ended up running a four four something. I think he's going to test well. I don't know. He's kind of. He looks a little freaky. To I think me. he's going to jump out the gym. Yeah, and he's. You see some of the agility stuff. He, and I'm very like excited it. watching him. Like he's yeah, going to. Uh, he's going to test better than Nikhil Harry. The, again, not to keep tooting our own horn, but this is a guy we were in on before anyone, before we even knew his name. We were. <laughs> yeah, watching Pac-12 after dark last year. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, uh, uh, I guess we should talk about the winning team a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So I was interested in Miles Boykin entering the year. Um, he, he flashed in the bowl game. He's a big athletic dude. He, because they couldn't throw the ball, he had done nothing until this game where Ian mm-hmm. Book threw it to him a bunch. He had 144 yards. He is definitely an intriguing guy. Like, I I, I kind of hope he goes back just because there's so many receivers in this draft. And I, yeah. I think he will because it's first time first year starting. Book yeah. and Boykin's a combo to watch out for in uh, 2019. There you go. And obviously you talked about Jerry Tillery already. He's rising up boards. Yeah, Nate Herbig should be falling to my where I have him, but anyways. Um Julian Love, I thought played a good game against JJ Orsiga. Uh yeah. I don't know. I think Notre Dame, I think the big yeah, sorry, no no, you go ahead. I think the big thing for Notre Dame is all these guys that were kinda of like, eh, prospects have really stepped their shit up. Yeah. Like I, I, I was not impressed with Tillery entering the year, mm-hmm. and then this year he's balled out, and I, like he's, just right now in day two grade land for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, my like, just everyone on that defense is playing really well. Everyone, yeah. like obviously Ian Book changes the game because he can actually throw the ball. Uh yeah, disappointing game for Stanford. Um, Notre Dame, I know. Notre Dame seems legit though if Ian Book keeps that up. Yeah, I'm not buying it. The worst game we're going to talk about. Washington 35, BYU 7. BYU should have never been ranked. They got lucky against Wisconsin. They are not <laughs> good at football. Squally Canada, 13 yards on seven carries. What say you? He was closer to the action. Canadian border. What happened? I know. He's not going to be he's not going to get any closer. Wait, wait till he plays UB, baby. He's I, going off for 400. What yards. if the issue is he got too close? Oh. Like like Icarus flying to the sun. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, BYU uh <laughs> Not not so good. Miles Gaskin looked good. Your boy Aaron Fuller had another good game. Yeah, the receivers are playing well. Yeah, the DBs big time game. Miles Bryant Jake Browning sucks. But anyways, what? I said Jake Browning sucks. Oh yeah, well I, I don't. Even, I was trying not to talk mention about him. him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Miles Bryant, Byron Murphy, Taylor Rapp all looked really good. Um, Ben Burkirvin, man, that hype's gonna come. <laughs> How many times do they have this one? Forty. I love him. No, just only six. But he is. Like he's gonna like run a four five as a linebacker. Yeah. He's gonna wait two twenty, but 
I'm in. Azim Victor 2.0, you calling it? No. Dude, Azim Victor was so terrible. I can't believe you got drafted. I know. I'm so really, really surprised he got drafted. Well, the Rangers drafted him, right? So. Uh, yeah, it doesn't count. Okay, West Virginia 42, Texas Tech 34. We talked about Will Greer. Looked very, very, very good. Um, Gary? Uh, I... I think I think there was it wasn't a perfect game from Will Greer. I I don't know. You like him I more than I do, though. Yeah, and I think you like this game more than I do. I, did, yeah. you watch, did you watch the tape on it? Or, I watched it live. No, I haven't seen the tape yet. Okay, I don't. It was okay. I mean, the numbers are really good. Maybe I just missed his bigger throws flip into the Q's game. I don't know. Um, and your boy Antoine Wesley for Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah, he's legit, right? Yeah, he's massive. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. Man, if, I really hope Texas Tech doesn't fire Cliff Kingsbury just because he's never going to win more than eight games or whatever because he knows how to run an offense. He does. Like, there's <laughs> no denying that. Who, and he's – I guess he got an eye for talent. Patrick Mahomes, uh, Baker Mayfield. Like, Jet Duffy. Dude, Jet Duffy's fun. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of buying into the Alvin Bowman guy. He's kind of he, like he's, a guy. No, he's, he's going to be a good – Jet Duffy was fun though, coming in. Yeah, but, yeah. But no, but punker long. I would never. Bowman, but I would never think of firing Cliff Kingsbury. I think that's the most ridiculous thing Texas Tech could do. <laughs> I mean, Damn. how about how about for Graham Harrell? Like, no, no, I wouldn't. I don't know, man. Graham Harrell probably just they probably run the ball like five percent more. No, thank you. Not for me. You you gotta think Graham Harrell is jumping that staff soon, right? Jumping to Texas Tech? Yes. As OC? I guess. He's not yeah. Texas OC right now. Or do yeah. you do you think he can spin that into a lower level job, head coaching job? Maybe. Like Texas State. Like a... <laughs> yeah, or like a Mac. No, job. what? He can't leave Texas. Michigan twenty, oh, Northwestern seventeen. One of the greatest comebacks in Michigan history, baby. Shea Patterson's definitely returning to Michigan, I'll tell you that. Yes. I said that before the year. He has to come back. Anyways. Um, Rashawn Gary's not having the year I was hoping he would. No. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. He's going to test so well. Like, he's going to go in the first round because of what he could be. Maybe that's being overhyped, too. What the t- Probably not. He's, he's, he's athletic as hell. I'm just saying... <laughs> Like Ch- Chase Winovich is far more consistent. Yo, Winovich had a great game. Chase Winovich, what? I tried to tell you, dude. I was in on I, Chase Winovich. Dude, I can't. Okay, you know, I had to tone the Homer thing down. He's he's a white, gritty, <laughs> high motor defensive end with long hair. I I had to pretend like I didn't like him, Rob. I had to. I just had to. You know, I did. Yeah, like, I couldn't. But, I couldn't tell. I couldn't. But I was. I you have it. to admit, I was in on him. Yeah, you like him, man. Yeah, I do. Uh, he's, he had a great game, and he's going to get drafted. Yep. Um, who else looked good? Pat, you talked about uh, Patty Fisher a little bit. Clayton Thorson ain't it. Uh, that's a big falling down the board, I think. Another guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're there now. Uh, dude, there's so many guys on this Michigan defense. LeVert Hill, David Long, Kaliki Hudson, Devin like Bush. We, I feel like we haven't mentioned... Devin Bush much, and he's had a really good year. He's very athletic. He is freaky athletic. It's because it's a. It's partially because there's big names already on this Michigan defense, and mm-hmm. it's a. To me, it looks like a really nice linebacker group already. 
So yeah, it's like I I think I have him fourth. Uh, like I I currently have Devin White, Mac Wilson, Patty Fisher, Devin Bush. I like Bush more than Fisher, but I was about I to can't. say there's a like I don't ha- they're not very far off. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's so much more tape to do. Yeah, and Bush is gonna test insane. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I feel like the corners haven't been too. I've been on un- like. Look, yeah, Levert Hill has like first round hype I, from the tape I've seen. I don't have him there. No, same like, and long. Yeah, I think they both aren't as good as people say they are. I think they're both not as good as Jordan Lewis. So I would agree with that. Yeah, I I, I like I'm a Michigan fan. Like I like them both, but yeah. I I don't know. Like they got kind of got exposed by Wimbush. Which is like I don't know about that. Higdon's cool. Higdon's gonna get drafted. Yeah, Higdon's the best back in the Big Ten. That's draft eligible. Yeah. Um, I think that's it from this game. Yeah. South Carolina 10, Kentucky 24. I love Kentucky. Yeah, who doesn't love Kentucky? I'm, I'm in on Kentucky now, Rob. They're fun, eh? Yeah, they are. I, I, I love Josh Allen. I like Mike Edwards a lot. Derek Beatty. I've always been a Benny Snell guy. You know that about me. Yep. Um. By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut that I love Josh Allen clip. No, please. Take it out of context. Please don't. I'll, I'll splice it into RTS when we start doing Bill's talk. I hate you. Um, Josh Allen went <laughs> off. He's been awesome this year. Uh, the Kentucky cut, pass rusher, I mean. Three sacks, four <laughs> TFLs. Um, he's really athletic and mm-hmm. interesting. I still don't know if he's going to be an edge, though. Like, they play him. Do you remember how Georgia yeah. used Lorenzo Carter? Yep. That's yep, how yep. Kentucky uses him. So, before I th- before the season, I because he wasn't that refined a pass rusher, I thought of him as an off ball linebacker. Yeah, but he's been a lot better as a pass rusher this year, so he's a he's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, Benny Snell, he's he's in. I don't think there's enough juice for him to be like a second round draft pick, but yeah, third fourth seems real for him. Because he's gritty and gets the job done. Yeah. Um, I like Derek Beatty a lot. Beatty's uh, kind of I've always kind of had an eye on him because he's you know, six you know three. I like yes, that's exactly why you know why right? I like Mike Edwards too because he's a, he's like just a tough, smart safety. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's got guys; no one should sleep yeah. on them. Uh, okay, Oregon forty-two, Cal twenty-four. Justin Herbert lit it up again. Uh, complete- what do we What do we tell you, folks? Oregon's going to crush Cal. The spread was way too low. That's a it was a lot. Herbert um, over seventy-two percent, over ten per attempt. Um, your boy Dylan Mitchell, that's his guy. Yeah, that's it, it's a good combo. Herbert's a freak. You can you can see some of the throws he made against Cal, NFL yeah. level throws, tight window. Yeah. He's he's got everything. He's QB one. There's no question about it. He's the only quarterback I'm positive is going in the first round. Hundred uh, percent agree. Um, um, what's oh I'm blanking the tight end Breland. Yep. Yeah. They need to use him more, but I know Herbert's just waiting for his brother, so. <laughs> uh, on defense, Hugo Amadi, who's a DBI like for Oregon. He looked very good, two picks. Yeah. Uh, Troy Dye, really athletic linebacker. Jalen Jelk, still playing in a position, but playing well. And your favorite, Justin Hollins. <laughs> any uh, any big Patrick Laird takes? Oh, I don't like pa- I like Vic Wharton, the receiver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still think he's an interesting day three option as a slot. 
There's not much on Cal, is there? The Warden Laird, that's like, is there anyone else? No. Uh, they have a linebacker who's special teams linebacker. <laughs> oh, cool. I Just so you guys, I hate Cal football. I don't know why. I just, I find it so I love boring. Jared Goff, yeah. so. And Aaron Rodgers. Okay, finally. Also technically not a fan. Four, Florida 13, Mississippi State 6. Nick Fitzgerald should be benched. He's a horrible football player. The Mullen Revenge game, baby. Uh, we talked about Polite already. They got three guys. C.C. Jefferson, Polite, and Jabari Zaniga. Is that how you say it? Zaniga? <laughs> he looked really good, too. Um, that's three edges that look have NFL stuff in them. Um, mm-hmm. Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons in the interior line from Mississippi State can't carry this team, so they suck. I don't know. When people, when people talk up SEC football, just point in the direction to games like these. Yeah. No, I agree. Because you take away the Bama's, the LSU's, and like the pro- uh, if you look at the prospects, it's fine. Like there's no, yeah, just, prospect, but for enjoyment, for yeah, no, it's terrible. <laughs> like Nick Fitzgerald completed forty-two percent of his passes at three point eight yards per attempt. Is does he got a chance as a fullback, tight end, H back guy? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I thought he's that before the season, but yeah, he's, he's not even a good college quarterback anymore. I know. I, is Dan Mullen just a better coach than Joe, Joe Moorhead? It looks like it because he won the game and was yeah. better with Nick Fitzgerald. Their backups <laughs> look good in the past, though, so I'm serious about benching him. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. AJ, before we make our week six picks. Uh, I can't believe it's week six already, sorry, Ralph. Yeah. How are you going to bet on these week six football games? I am going to bet via my bookie. Everyone has got to use my bookie. Nothing beats my bookie. They let you bet on pretty much everything. Join now and use the promo code Heaven. That's H E A V E N, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra twenty-five dollars. And free play using the promo code HEAVEN25. Free play? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. With our spreads from my bookie, let's hop into the week six games. Awful college football week, I think. Oh, 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 oh yeah, kind of. Quickly, can you do a new ad read for next week just for me? No. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Okay. The best game of the day, Texas versus Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma's seven and a half point favorites. Um... We get the Red River rivalry, Hollywood <laughs> the tongue twister game. What I'm what I'm excited for: Hollywood Brown versus Chris Boyd, prospect yeah. versus prospect matchup. Um, Murray versus the defense in general. Yeah. Also, we we didn't obviously talk about the Oklahoma game, but what a game Kyler Murray had after being benched too. Yeah, Kyler Murray's very much looks like he's going to win the Heisman. Right. People on the Tua train big time. But, but. Tua's numbers are going to be worse because Tua barely plays because he's up by so much so quick. I know. I know. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it's between those two. Um, Who, who you got in this? I feel like just because it's the big rivalry game. I, I like Oklahoma. I think they're a better team. I think if this wasn't a rivalry like it is, they would cover this. I'm going to take Texas plus points. I still can't buy into the Texas offense. It scares me too much. I, I like the receivers, obviously, Colin Johnson, Lil Jordan Humphrey. Um, but Lil Jordan. I don't know. I, I still don't trust it. I like their defense a lot. 
but I'm I don't know. I think Kyler Murray's just too explosive. This Fair is gonna enough. be his highest. I, I think Oklahoma's gonna win the game. I think they're gonna win. The game. Yeah, I think Oklahoma wins and covers. Okay, now we really get into it. Northwestern at Michigan State. Michigan State eleven and a half point favorites. We get to see some Brian Lowricky yeah. versus Patty Fisher. That's the reason to tune in. I, yeah, I know. I don't. Montre- I don't think Michigan State's that good. Sorry, me neither. Uh, yeah. Uh, go on. I think Michigan State wins, but doesn't cover. Yeah, I think I'm going to change my pick. I had Michigan State covering, but I don't know. Northwestern likes to play these the Michigan teams tough. You know what I mean? And Michigan Michigan State doesn't like to win by lots. Michigan State. No, is yeah, I'm going to take Northwestern. Team. Two yeah, straight weeks. Yeah. I like Northwestern plus points. Last week, I'm going to I'm going to take them plus points again. All right, we're just going to go through these quick. Not a lot of good games. Missouri at South Carolina. No. South Carolina two point favorites. I don't know. I'll, I'll just this, keep running with South Carolina, Rob. This is. This is a awful game. I mean, <laughs> hey, if Drew Lock can't pick apart South Carolina, then why are we even talking about him? So I'll take Missouri. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> South Carolina. Uh, yeah. Right. Boston College at North Carolina State. North Carolina State four and a half point favorites. I'm in on Boston. I feel like College. NC State hasn't. Me too. I they had a bit of a rough week, but I feel like uh, NC State hasn't played like any football. Like BC is going to come in there and uh, take care of business. Yeah, uh, I really like the Chris Lindstrom on the Boston College uh, offensive line. They're also the Boston College D line: Zach Allen, White Ray. I I don't think NC State's got enough overall firepower. Ryan Finley's not a first round quarterback, no matter what Mel Kiper no. and Todd McShay tell you. The NC State receivers going to be fun to watch though. So mm-hmm. uh, okay, LSU. Three point favorites at Florida. LC is going to ruin Florida. They don't have the offensive firepower to score on LSU. Agreed. And uh, I don't know if the defense is talented enough to keep this cl- super close. I, I don't think LSU's going to. By blow them out, I don't mean they're going to win 45 to 10. Yeah, right now, no, I see it like a 23 10 game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something like that. Ten, the 7 to thir- 13 point win for LSU, uh, low scoring. I like LSU. Easy, though. Free Williams getting to cover Florida's best players, which are receivers. Um, yeah, there's. I don't really see it with Florida yet. Until no. that offense gets going again. Take Dan Mullen like two years. Uh, get yep. Florida State at Miami. Miami's 13-point favorites. Um, we get to see Joe Jackson and Gerald Willis just eat DeAndre Francois for four quarters. Yep, yep. Accurate. I'm, I'm going to take Miami minus the points. Rivalry game, but still. And Nikosi Perry's Miami starter now, and he's better than Malik Grozier. Um, hey, Brian Burns yes. versus Tyree St. Louis. That That's one of the best prospects versus prospects matchups this week, though. So There you go. Worth, yeah. worth paying attention to. Uh, Arizona State at Colorado. Colorado, two and a half point favorites. It's a good test to see how good it's Colorado is. Yeah, I'm going to take CU because no one wins in Boulder, baby. I don't know what that means, but I'll take Colorado. It's also going to be interesting for Steven Montez's draft stock. Because, like, Arizona State's defense is decent. We've talked about Rennell ran a lot on here. Um, yes. And, like, I'm still not sure if Montez is for real. Like, I don't know. I saw tweets after the UCLA game that they're like, oh, watch his name for the first round this year. No, not this year. I don't yeah. think so. So, uh, it's going to be a good test. I think Colorado wins. Arizona State's just too inconsistent. 
Yeah, they're still up and down. <laughs> and uh, Caro's got uh, Levic. Say his name for me. Chenault. Levic. Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. Oh, okay. The receiver. We're so bad with names on the show. Uh, okay, number 13, Kentucky at Texas A&M. A&M five-point favorites. I'm not dying. I'm riding the Kentucky train <laughs> all the way home. I feel like I just keep picking against Kentucky, so I have to, I have to keep doing it. To reverse jinx Kentucky, you, I'll take you're it. You're also a big Kellen Mond guy. Uh, but no. Kind of. Kentucky. Also, I hate Jimbo. So. Yeah, Jimbo like grabbed a dude by a face mask. I'm done with Jimbo. I've been done for a while. Um, but no. Kentucky's got a good plan. Dynamic QB. Hard-nosed running back. Bunch of NFL guys on defense. It's working for them. Uh, number eight. I want them to win the SEC so badly. Number eight, Auburn at Mississippi State. Auburn three and a half point favorites. Good test to see what Jared Stidham's like under pressure from Stephen from Montez yeah. Sweat. Freudian slip. Montez Sweat and uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Yep. Um, and you almost call him Steve Simmons. I almost call him Stephen Montez. Oh right. Um, and the Auburn. Uh, defensive line against the Mississippi State interior O-line, uh, that's going to be a battle. Daryl Williams versus Derek Brown, that should be fun. Uh, Auburn should win this game, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. Mississippi State can't, can't do anything on offense. I like these uh, these road favorites in the SEC. I feel like that's usually a, a, a scary matchup, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think both Auburn and LSU should kind of walk. Also, I uh, saw some of Jamal Peters this week. The Mississippi State corner has some hype. He is 6'2", 220. That's it. And he's twitchy. Oh, what the hell? Really? That's, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, it's very interesting. Um, finally, Notre Dame, five and a half point favorites at Virginia Tech. Rob, you, you know who I'm taking. Storybook. No, man. It's Vox. I mean, on, I, I've hated Notre Dame for so long. I love Ian Book. And I love Miles <laughs> Boykin. You're, you're you're quick on the love. I like Ian Buck, but I mean I'm a Vatek guy till I die. So. Tillery and Love and Coney. I like that defense a lot. Vatek sucks. Notre Dame hasn't had a road test yet, so I mean uh, going to Vatek is it's, going to Blacksburg. It's never easy, especially a night game, man. That's, that, that, no, that's true. Be... But Ian, Ian Book was made for this. I no, I kind of don't disagree. So, all right, that's everything. You can follow us on Twitter at. AJ Marchese, 13. 13. At Rob yeah. Paul NFL. At R- 54. At RTS Pod. At AC All Americans. At Armchair NFL. Go to armchairallamericans.com. You can read NFL draft stuff and rookie power rankings that I write. I should have a NFL three round mock draft of today. So if you uh, want to. Holy cow. If you want to read that, get right into it. So uh, check you later.